Previously on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. We come here with the information of where to get more phytoplankton and the origin of the sallow. I think a blank bay. Um, oh, fuck yes. Can get us, yeah, we can teleport in 100 feet. That might help us to get in without uh, a lot of calamity. This is good. We do the salvage claw. Kodira, you're going to take your ship and you're going to follow them. You hear Ampersand 5 say, Hey, I'm here, so don't be scared of me. The lights on the Coriolis flash off of a golden ship. The first thing that you see is a body. They are wearing a padded jacket. There is a a large table at the center of the room, and at the very center of it, a small black sphere. You you feel the hairs on your neck stand up and feel this like very slight wave of nausea somewhere very nearby outside something is watching this attempted salvage job and it is waiting for the moment to strike you are in the presence of another blink shark done we're done now everybody back to the ship we are done we are leaving now but, but, um, but i i don't have blank to... sharks okay we are leaving get back to the ship now well now hold on what is the is the blank shark i understand the, this is bad but you deal with this you get the blank shark we'll get to the table i don't like to okay well, i just do like, I avoid it if I can, right? I'm, I'm not an airbag, right? In case of emergency. I guess the metaphor is good. I'm like an airbag, but I'd rather you not get in the wreck. Let's go. Okay, but Zeus is still over there, and we are still... Uh, get him! Well, okay, but also... Uh, almost- while, while this conversation is going, Amber's, like, rooting through the ship, finding every, like, sharp thing okay. that she can find. So she's grabbing like she's got knives. She's she's looking for other knives that she's like hidden. Yeah, I feel like she's reaching like up above, you know, the the Amber's place, like uh, wainscoting, right, <laughs> to find the knives. So she's duct taped up there. Here, here's what I'll say because I believe you got a nat twenty on your your perception roll, right? Uh, your senses are so honed and so like weirdly extra sensory at this point that you know. The blink shark doesn't know that you know it's there. Did that sentence track for you? Yes. Okay. So basically, yeah, the blink, sh- the blink shark thinks like, ho, ho, I'm going to watch and follow and wait for the right moment. And you're like, 
You know, you know that that motherfucker's out there. You've and, done this enough times. You know their patterns, right? Exactly. Um, well, why don't why don't we just we'll tell this big baby, biggest baby, excuse me, um, to I don't know, shoot it. It's a no, big. No, no, no. They're too maneuverable. They'd never be able to hit it. Not from that distance. Um, ah, fuck. Yeah, fine. You're not wrong. God damn it. All right, I'm firing a depth charge. Whoa, okay. okay. Woo! Uh, in the meantime, Zooks, we probably should hurry. I'm I'm sawing away as fast as I can. Oh, I believe it. You're doing great. Um, All right, depth charge. So this is positional. I'm willing to say that, like, because you have the sort of strategic advantage here, you are able to fire this thing off. I think we've only talked about depth charge being s- something that you can drop, but... Um, we can well we have it as, as uh, geographically settled on where this thing is right yeah that's fair um so yeah you can you can get a depth charge in in this thing's direction the good thing about depth charge is it would be hard for this thing to avoid it because it fires in a 60 foot sphere perfect um what do I roll for that I think they have to roll a dexterity saving throw or I guess a speed okay. save in order to get away from it so uh, I will do that. And if I'm absolutely getting the drop on them, that feels like with disadvantage, right? Um, mm, I don't know that. I, I mean, the thing is, they would see a depth charge coming. I don't know that it would be like a instantaneous. If you were using a cannon, you definitely would. But I think that with a depth charge, it would just be a regular roll against that. Okay. Uh, so. 4d10 plus 6 force. Jeez. Uh, no, that is not going to do it. That is a That is a 10. Uh, okay. You just sort of close your eyes and know where this thing is, and the depth charge kind of just follows. And maybe the blink shark is so focused on you and where you are at that it does not even see this bomb coming toward it. And when it detonates, you feel the blink shark's pain as it is caught in the blast. So uh, I want you to roll 4d10 plus six force damage. And then because you are a ship and this is not a ship, this is a, you know, sea creature that is smaller than a ship, it is going to do double damage. Uh, That's 38 times two, which is 76. Fucking hell. Uh, Amber don't play around, Griffin. Yeah, Jesus Christ, she sure doesn't. You just see the explosion in the water, which is like that, just basically a cool big bubble appearing and then sinking back in on itself very quickly. Uh, and the blink shark is not there when the when the bubble clears. Uh, Amber whispers to herself, tell your friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you. This will be hard for them to do and they are dead. It's yeah. a, it's a, I said to myself, Okay, it didn't. It didn't require commentary. <laughs> Sorry, was it under your breath to yourself, or like in your head to yourself? Well, I mean, it's like under my breath. Are you gonna are you gonna talk about your incredible hearing? <laughs> well, yes. Uh, you see, I have powerful senses. It's a figure of speech. Let's get Zooks and get out of here. You hear uh, the Coriolis tone wheel go off, and then you hear Kodira's voice resonate through your ship, and she says. Uh, is everything okay down there? Because that something just exploded. It's just Amber. 
Doing, doing me, doing my thing. Got another one. Okay. Do you require backup? That is why what? we're here. No, I don't require backup. I'm Amber Gray. Yeah, all right. <laughs> will you actually? Will you radio back to uh, to Uncle Joshy and let him know? Chalk another one up. Um. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hold on one second. You hear like a codec ring in the background, and hear their conversation just barely muffled. Uh, but you do hear Uncle Joshy say. Sweet shit almighty, yeah, baby. That's what that's what Joshy's talking about. Tell her that's one. Tell her that's one more on the board. Tell her she's in the lead now. She I've says been in the lead. He says you're in, in the lead. Yeah, I figured you've been in the lead. Okay, well, I guess let us know if you need something. And the I may be another damn <laughs> Well, you still have one more. We have one more. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh Zooks casts a spell. Okay. Zooks Ooh. casts oh summon beast. Adventure. Summon beast. Come cast summon beast, and he summons up a sawtooth shark. Okay, (laughs) and has the sawtooth shark because this is the fucking Flintstones. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got the spell. I'm going to use it, and and he instructs the sawtooth shark, whose whose name is Molar, and he starts sawing away as Zooks is cutting away at the cables. Uh, okay. Uh, why don't you, why don't you roll, what do you think? Slide a hand for this? Uh, with advantage. That is the sawtooth shark bonus I will give you. Okay. Do you think when the sawtooth shark showed up, he was like, oh, my buddy Zooks wants to hang out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I'll use my face. I gotta work. <laughs> yeah. To cut these metal cables. Okay, that is a 13 for for molar. Okay. You have advantage. You do have advantage. And an eight. Okay. I, I think all this means is like, now you don't have this threat outside anymore. It takes you a while uh, to, to get through these cables. Probably another couple hours or so. Uh, during what? which Kodira continue. Yeah, man. I mean, it's you are trying not to break this thing. Essentially. Uh, now, wait, and how many hours? Because the Salvage Claw would have to speed it up a little bit, right? Uh, I mean, the Salvage Claw is a, is applying pressure and pulling it outward, but you, you looking at all of the cables down here, you get the impression that if you just, like, hacksawed through this thing, it would be irrevocably fucked up. Like, you are trying to be uh, a, a bit more careful than that. Regardless, you have done three bad rolls in trying to remove it, so uh, yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. it takes a good long time. Uh, but eventually, you you do saw through the last cable, and very quickly, uh, it is sort of ripped out of the floor of the bridge here, and uh, the cable starts to slowly pull it back uh, out of the hominine ship and back toward yours. Okay. The sawtooth shark looks at you expectantly like, no, no, what, boss? A tip? F- follow. Can you follow? I don't know how long you exist. Um, oh, gosh, I could have put that a little better, couldn't I? Um, what? What, do you mean? what does that mean? Huh? Uh, fuck. What you... Nothing. Nothing. Um, let's... I can't wait to get back home and see my kids. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, and I just wanted to say, I still think it's really fucked up that when you create them, you create them with memories of kids. It is fucked up. It's, wait, really it says up. here concentration up to one hour. Whoa! Great. Okay. I'm going to get ba- I'm on board this big thing here. You follow us as oh, fast gone. as you can. 
it's it's gone. It lives for one hour. He he outlived his 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 uh, oh. traditional lifespan by one additional hour. So he had a good long life as far as summoned bestial spirits goes. He, at at the end, he said, "I I go with a smile on my face hole." Okay. So. It's, I think you can just go ahead and say a shark has a mouth. He does have a mouth. I okay. Uh, all right. You uh, follow the table. It is, it is reeled back into the cargo bay of the Coriolis. And you have brought back your haul, which is, again, a jacket with gold epaulets, a uh, sigil of uh, old sort of uh, benevolence uh, worship, the flare launcher. Uh, which you'd think would be easy enough to install in the Coriolis and make use of, and this weird table with a sphere in it. Congratulations! That's a lot of that's a lot of loot. I think he wants to give the jacket to Amber. Okay, because I mean, Diva already has a brand new jacket, right? Yeah, we got to spread <sighs> those jackets true. around, and, and it's got some feels, branding on it too. This feels like a captain's jacket. And Amber is the captain after all, so I I am willing. To relinquish my claim on the jacket, I agree. How many sleeves does this jacket have? Just probably the usual. Just amount the two. Of yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I was just thinking if we had to make accommodations for you know the extra arms. No, they're spiritual. Spiritual. Oh, it's right. fine. They're spiritual arms. Amber, look, check it out. Wow! A, look at this. It's one of those like puffy jackets. Hell yeah! And it's Wait, is it a starter epaulet. jacket? What do you mean? It's um, I don't, I just have it's always got, heard. What's of, a look? It's got epaulets, right? Epaulets, yeah. Look, it's got epaulets on the top. Hell yeah! This is very like Sean John, circa twenty eleven. I feel like that was very much that look. Um, Here, this, take it. It's a, it's for you. Hell yeah! Thank you so much. <laughs> this is radical. Hold on one second. Let me just. And uh, she gets out her knife and she cuts the sleeves off. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Look at that. But not the epaulets. You left the epaulets, right? No, I left the epaulets and I just cut the sleeves off. Oh. I got to have, I got to feel, I got to have range of movement. That's... If my arms are covered up, I feel all bound up, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. And, and, and this, this is sweet though. Thank you. You're welcome. I can't wait woo, to see woo. the fan art. And this, this is, is this is for you, Devo. It's, uh, it's some sigils. Oh yeah, I I do I did want to take a look at these. Yes, I think they're called seagulls. Uh, no, it's seagulls. My mistake. I'm sorry. And uh, Maybe seagulls. Urchin, can you put this uh, flare thing uh, in in somewhere? Urchin is never where you want him to be. Uh, Urchin says, "Yeah, I mean, it might take me a uh, a little while because um, I have to cut some pretty big holes in the ship." Um, is that something you all want me to do while you're on the ship? Because mm. I'll That's be honest, you you might die. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we wait on this. Yeah. Y'all okay. ever had y'all ever had the bins? Mm. Nasty, no. nasty stuff. The bins. Oh, please don't get that topic started. We're going to have everybody talking. I've about seen that men the- turned inside out. <laughs> you have? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Oh, God, sorry, Urchin. I did not mean to touch on this. Um, Amber or Zooks, would one of you drive? I would love to take a look at this table. Oh. Can, Go for it. Can I drive? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Uh, awesome. Devo, you, Zooks, you take the uh, the sphere, I guess, is what we've described as the control apparatus for this ship. <laughs> Why don't you roll plus speed, plus ship speed? Let's just see how how smooth this this baby goes for you. 
Okay. Am- Amber kind of casually like acts like she's leaning on a door frame, but is actually like fully bracing herself. <laughs> uh, that's five plus five. So that's 10. Uh, I mean, the ship immediately like goes down and it just sort of scrapes along the bottom again of the, of the trench. Uh, it's uh, in reverse. Put it. You have to put it in drive. Oh, uh, right. yes. The ship take, The ship takes uh, four points of hull damage. Oh, uh, this is fine. Everybody makes mistakes. Okay. Uh, all right. I do love too that that happened, and still the biggest baby is like, "You guys good? <laughs> like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening down there? You're gonna be fine on this very important mission, right?" Uh, what armor were you wearing before, Amber? There's something weird about monk armor, right? Uh, yes, that is what I was. Um... Unarmored defense while not wearing armor and not using a shield. Your AC equals ten plus Dex modifier plus Wisdom modifier. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, I wouldn't count this as armor. No, no, no. Yeah, this is just a this is just a jacket with some. Uh, why don't Why don't you uh, plus one to mm, intimidation? <laughs> you think that's what it does? No, you. Oh, you know what? Why don't you roll Arcana? Okay, one of my many <laughs> neutral skills. Six. Yeah, you can't. You'll figure out what these what this thing does later. You've just torn okay. the sleeves off of it. Like this thing is not a, it's not plate mail. You do not feel necessarily more protected by it, but yeah. it, it does feel, it feels very nice to have it on. That's what I'll say. Okay. Devo, what do you, how are you sort of looking at this table as the ship starts moving again? Uh, well, I guess first, like looking for any kind of uh, carvings or sigils in that. Uh, I want to do an arcana check on the sphere. I mean, like, sure. if this was used by a benevolence based ship, Right. Right. I mean, definitely there's a mechanical aspect to it. We had to go through all the cables. Mm-hmm. But it's got to have a magic thing to it, right? Like, that's benevolence's whole deal. Yeah. So why don't you start with an arcana check then? Uh, while you are doing this, Ampersand is also kind of like giving the table a once over trying to figure uh, 11 out. 11 plus 5 is 16. Um, okay. The, the sphere you recognize. Um, not from real life, but from studies about benevolence. Mm-hmm. The Church of Benevolence, the like o- original sort of sect that was built around uh, th- this vestige that shared the gift of magic with the rest of the world, um, was so like sprawling and so uh, protective of the things that they would discover about magic that they had essentially like their own kind of sp- internal spy network to oh, yes. ensure that the secrets never really got leaked. That sphere that is in the middle of this table is like one of the main tools that they used in that it could be encoded with certain magic or certain information that would be like virtually impossible to penetrate. Looking at the table, um, you can tell that it is some sort of display that is not functioning right now because you know because it's been severed from whatever sort of power system was powering it. Um, but putting those two things together, and based on the fact that it was sort of the location of it, right? It was right in the middle of this bridge. You get the the, the sense that this is some sort of like navigational apparatus, uh, like mm. like a a map or something. But whatever was 
at the heart of it, sort of providing the the map or any sort of data to it, is this like ironclad thing that is that is super super locked tight. Um, so you wait, also, it's, I, it's ironclad, like it's encoded, or it, it is, is yes. physically locked. Up. Okay, great. it is, it is, it is encoded uh, in a way that, like you, you, you know about these things in a billion years, you could not figure out, like you could not decode it yourself. Well, now hold on, are you sure? Because Diva has done a lot of studying of this ancient of these like runes and sigils and shit. This is Fort Knox. This is like if the data that was inside of one of these things leaked out to anyone, it could expose enormous vulnerabilities to to the church so this is this is not like uh, a treasure chest that is locked uh, it, it is a a black hole that is just impenetrable that you know would take some incredible specialist magic stuff to to get into now does this device have a name or can I make it up you you can I guess you can make it up okay I'm gonna call the the floating sphere a wisp a wisp okay and the people who used it were whispers. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's fun. Can I talk to Ampersand then real quick? Sure. Uh, Ampersand, what, what do you think are the odds that you could get this, you know, powered up? Uh, I don't know what it is. And also, I'm not really an engineer. Um, mm. If this was like a big dead fish or... Um, oh, you are more of a bio person, huh? Yeah, I'm a biologist. I guess I don't really talk about it a lot because my job's yes. pretty boring. Um, but oh, what? No, come on. Thank you. That was very nice and very polite. Um, so, no, this is above my pay grade, but it looks fancy, huh? Yes, this is fancy as hell. This is like a, a pretty, mm, I would say very high up benevolence and, by extension, uh, hominine stuff. This is not from our parish. This is, uh, like, core benevolence church. Yeah, but, like, where did it come from? Because Hominine's pretty gone, I thought? Well, not so gone. I mean, this, I mean, this ship, it, it has technology like this. It has, that is not ancient. This is not an, this is not an old ship that we have just come across. Well, we should probably tell someone about that. Yes, this does seem uh, like something that, at the very least, we should tell the boyar. Um, for now, though, do you want to focus on, I guess we should focus on saving the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to that. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone 
and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Hi. I'm Janet Varney, and just like you, I survived high school. And we're not alone. On my podcast, The JV Club, I invite some of my friends to share the highs and lows of their teen years. 
like moments with Aisha Tyler. But when you're a kid, the stakes are just pretty low. Go to school, try not to get in trouble, get laid. Jamila Jamil. I watched television probably every waking hour during that time when I was shit-faced on medicine. And Dave Holmes. We talked and talked, and then everybody left. It was just us two, and I was like, I love you. Learn how you too can be a functioning adult after the drama and heartbreak of high school. Every week on the JV Club with Janet Varney. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a judgment-free show. Speaking of getting back to them, it is a, uh, a short rest of the trip as you all reach the end of this kind of ravine that you have been navigating and you reach the huge drop-off down into this, this cauldron at the bottom of the sea and still like, you know, several kilometers away from the city, you can, you can see it. And it is not like how it looked in the memory. It is not this like the the intention that was maybe sort of applied by some kind of city designer is like fully, fully gone uh, because it's not just this huge central hub with all of these sort of radial avenues splitting off of it. It is just sort of one big bubble now surrounding the, the temple that is at the middle. The makeshift houses that were once sort of covered by, by the bubble stretching outward are, most of them have been like collapsed back down into the ocean floor beyond the point of like recognition. Uh, and similarly, like all of those glowing streetlights that were providing the, the atmosphere there, those are, those are also all gone. Um, the temple itself, though, the bubble that is surrounding it is, is much larger. Um, so there are a few houses sort of in proximity to, to that, that central temple that are still there, but they are, even from where you are in the water, like you can tell that they are pretty, pretty collapsed, pretty ramshackle. The, the, the temple itself, too, like there are a few antechambers that you can see, you know, from above have just been collapsed in. So even though it's been, you know, about 25 years, since the memory where you saw this thing, it, it looks like it, things have just fallen the fuck apart here. Mm. Um, make a, uh, I guess everyone, make a perception check. A nat 20, baby. Fuck. We can perceive the hell out of stuff, Griffin. Yeah. yeah. I got a 15, if that matters at this point. I mean, it does. It's natural 20 everybody's talking about. I got an eight. Okay. I got a rock. Uh wow fuck okay with a nat twenty I love that Griffin never anticipates us rolling good <laughs> like every time we get a nat twenty he's like fuck really oh okay well you've been speaking he should be looking for uh, like a ten right? uh the nat I mean you've you've gotten a lot of nat twenty perception rolls which just means I have to describe a lot more shit <laughs> um, oh I see that's the problem it's the, oh it's, man it's, I gotta be detailed the worst if you roll like a nat 20 hit with an axe I'm like wow the axe hits so hard but with a d20 it's, perception I'm like the the is everywhere the uh <laughs> It's not an aesthetics role, to be yeah, fair, right? right? Like you don't have to tell me about the, the smell on the wind or whatever. The feng shui, is yeah, perfect. Uh, okay, uh, the temple has this sort of dome-like roof uh, over it. Uh, you can see that there are small cracks all around that roof, and sort of sticking through them are what what look like tiny like grubs or tendrils of some sort 
that were not there in the memory. They are, those are new. Uh, you can also notice that there's no people. There are no, uh, you know, clone people that are, are down in the city. Instead, what you see are vaguely sort of sea creature-esque shapes that are all the same shade of dark green. They look like they're on patrol outside of the temple and, and down sort of the small parts of the streets that are covered by the, the atmospheric bubble. And they are very, very fucked up looking. Uh, one that you see is like a big barracuda that is uh, maybe half the size of your ship, only it's upside down. And there are like crab legs coming out of it, causing it to sort of skitter across the ground. And there, there are uh, maybe a half dozen of these things sort of on patrol outside. I, I think with a nat 20 perception roll, like you get a pretty good map of, of the city before you sort of get into a range where anything might be able to detect you. And I'm assuming you're coming in like dark here, right? Oh, the yeah, Coriolis yeah. doesn't have as oh, like... Oh, yeah. A, okay. Silent running is the right. technical term. Yeah, cool runnings. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, that's the situation. And do, do we not have also... We have the advantage of our memories, right? That we... Phineas's memories yeah, that we yeah, all yeah. share? For, for sure. Like, you all... So, that, I mean, I know things are collapsed, but is it safe to say that the same general layout... I mean, the same general, you know... Layout. Yeah, of, definitely. Of the, the city is the same. Yeah, I okay. think you all have a, uh, a, a a huge advantage in that, like, you know what is going on inside of there. Or at least you, you know, for the most part you do. The one last thing, there are some, there were those, like, big tanks that almost looked like um, water tower tanks that surrounded the central building in the temple. Uh, a couple of those have collapsed in uh, as well, but there's one that is still sort of standing behind it. Is there still a bubble around everything, or is it all flooded? There's one huge bubble around the temple now. Just okay, sort great. of like everything has been consolidated to protect it. And is it still kind of doing the breathing thing that it was doing? Uh, if it, I mean, maybe, but it is like much more faint than it was when it was all sort of spread out a bit more. And none of those guards that you mentioned on patrol are outside of the dome. These are all inside. They're all inside of the dome. Yeah. The dome. Uh, outside of the dome, the pressure, the water pressure is so intense that it, like, nothing could, like, really survive out there. Well, um, okay. It seems to me, um, if we're going to do the blink-in thing, right, and there's cracks in the temple, we get over the temple, we look down... We see, like, oh, there's some phytoplankton. Pop, pop, grab, pop, 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 we're out. And then boom, 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 blow up. Why does it take two pops to get in but three pops to get out? It's <laughs> harder. Because you're carrying mm. the phytoplankton now. So oh. it adds that extra pop. Um, no. we'll it's a five-pop we'll job, as no, we call it. Seems it. Like, it seems like as good of a plan as we're going to get. I mean, sure. did you account for us getting killed? I mean, it... When, when that definitely happens, because mm. these are bad boys, it looks like, and they're probably not going to love us grabbing their plankton. Yeah, uh, so you're thinking, and, like, six pops? Well, yeah, one pop for our, like, internal organs popping out sure, all over the floor like somebody spilled a damn jar of spaghetti. And your eyes, your eyes would pop. You Not not me, I have eye holes, but your eyes, probably for you, too. 
So we said, well, maybe oh. not. Who who has the fish eyes? Amber? Yeah. 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 I can see everything yeah. all the time. It's it's exhausting. Uh, yeah. I guess that's our best play. Okay. So pop, 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 pop. The third pop's optional because that is the one where we're murdered. So if we could avoid that, it would okay, be. Okay. So pop, 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 pop. I love that. Okay. That's right? Is this good? Can we use this instead? No. Oh, how are you that making is more, that noise? I'm smacking my mouth. It really hurts. Yeah. That was violent. It's, that's the finger out of the mouth. Oh. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So now we can only blink one person at a time, right? Uh, because it is a blink bay, I think if y'all want to like Star Trek it, that's fine. Uh, I, I think that that is an uh, acceptable thing. And okay, Ampersand we... is going to remain on board to recall. Is that the plan? Uh, you tell me. Uh, okay, Ampersand, here's the deal. Um, you are going to uh, monitor the bay. And yeah. uh, here, take my, my uh, shuttle phone. Okay. And then uh, if you see any of the guards moving into, like, back, they're like, oh, break time. And they go, kill them. no, just tell us. <laughs> oh, and then we'll kill them. Yeah. Sure. Um, um, if it goes south, yeah. you have uh, the big baby just, uh, just, just destroy everything. Wait, is this like a big hero moment where you are like, if we have to be sacrificed, and the the biggest baby blows us up while we're still in there to save the city? Like, is it one of those or is it one of those? No, like, but if if we're already, I mean, hope let's hope not. Yeah, right? if okay. we're already dead, yeah, oh. then they can blow it up. Okay, and, but yeah. Because we won't care. Yeah, yeah. And, and if I recall you all to the Blink Bay, and, but you come back as one sort of, like, six-legged, mm. like, d- creature begging for death. Mm-hmm. That won't that won't happen. Because if we come back, we'll be one at a time. Oh, yeah. okay. Because <laughs> we'll be so victorious. I see. Yeah, okay. we'll want to do a victory lap. Okay. Yeah. It'll be it'll be a pop. Victory lap. For All pop, right, cool. Victory lap, Let's pop. do it. Let's go. Let's do it. I feel great about this. I love this. Okay. We, we gear up. All we right. Get ready for what was once a stealthy invasion, but now it's just showing up in the middle of town, right? No. What? No. That was not. No. What? No. We're going to stealthily pop down to the middle of the temple. We're going to grab what we need and get the fuck out. Okay. And, and then. Stealthful, stealthily. Yeah. It's really important that we keep saying that. Yeah. Because that makes it true. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I just don't want dad going in there thinking the plan is like, what up, motherfuckers? I re- Give me I your remember, phytoplankton. I remember the, yeah. I remember the plan exactly. I shoot everybody with my crossbow with no provocation. Yeah. Uh, I will say, the, the, I don't know, maybe there's a disconnect here. The cracks that are in the top of the temple are not like huge enough for you to be able to see through and thus like put shit down in there it is like these these uh tendrils have like pushed their way up like uh you know worms through the dirt but this is not like you can get a clear angle on the you know cambria's chamber in the middle of this thing so like you could Mm, you could blink down to the roof you could blink down to anywhere that you can see but you can't blink down into the building but it has to be something we can see. It can't be something we remember. Yes. Like we couldn't try to, That's no, right. to blink to down. Line to sight. Okay. It's, in the, line it's sight. in the description. Uh, okay. Um, so do y'all think we should blink down to the roof or should we try to pop a hole in it? Well, they're definitely going to notice that, won't they? Well, we can't get munitions there, can we? I mean, maybe. It's just a bubble. I mean, I guess it is just a bubble, but 
seems like that could have some mm, unintended consequences. Um, do we see any uh uh like uh like an entrance to the temple that isn't guarded, or is it just like that's locked down? The collapsed like antechambers. Maybe there's a you know a way in through there, but it's it's hard to see. Also, like there's not stationary guards in front of this door, right? Uh, there there's just some weird sea creature slime monsters that are just walking around the remnants of of the city. Um, so you know it's not impossible that you could get in there unseen. It would just be you know a stealth a stealth roll. Okay, here's what we do, right? They're, you know, walking around. Oh, what's over here? What's over here? We wait. There's no rush. And then when we see our window, pop, we pop down uh, right by like a door or maybe into the collapsed chamber of things there. Mm-hmm. We go mm-hmm. in, right? And then uh, once we've got it, uh, we wait for Ampersand to say like, hey, another window. And then we pop, pop, right back up. I love that plan. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Stealthily. I have <laughs> I have plus three stealth. Want me to roll? Um uh, I think it would have to be a stealth roll, like, right? That's ultimately that is your goal. So if you want to say that like Zooks is the one watching and waiting to signal when to go, that can be a Zook stealth roll that would keep you all from having to make a group stealth roll, which is usually what you would have to do in this situation. Yeah, I think that were Amber, what's your stealth? Um, that's a fine question. Probably not bad. No, it's, it's plus two. Okay, yeah, but right. Zeus is highest, so yeah. yes. Okay, okay Zeus, so, yeah. on your marks. All right, Zeus, you can see through uh, a porthole in the Blink Bay, and you can see these these creatures sort of milling about the city, um, and using your keen sort of ranger senses, you wait for them to be basically as far from the door into the temple as you possibly can. Um, and whenever you're ready, let's see how good your timing is. Big Can roll, big roll. Hey, you're going to do great on this, Zooks. I gave you uh, bardic inspiration. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. So I have advantage? Um, no. no, you get to add, what is it, D8 now, Trav? D8, yes. Yeah, one, to one D8 to your yeah. roll. Uh, that's a 15... Flat, if you want to... uh, Plus... One. (laughs) Sixteen. Okay. With a sixteen, Ampersand sees you nod and hits a... Oh, I think it'd be more than a nod. It's kind of... Okay. He's kind of hunched over. He's looking down. And then he dramatically points. Like like pistol pointing. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And... You you don't even hear the sound of like the switch being flipped. You just hear this incredibly loud pop as you all disappear from where you are standing uh, in the in the blink bay, and just suddenly are standing in front of the temple. Uh, the, That's the sound the first pop. The sound you make reappearing. Uh, also makes a, a, a fairly loud popping noise. But That's the second pop. You are able to tuck your way into the temple before any of the creatures outside can see you. We avoided the third pop. Good going. Okay. We you got all are, three pops left, boys. You all are inside of the, the temple now, and 
it has just fallen apart. The canals that like the algae were feeding into this this building and going down to, into like the cloning areas uh, have gone dry. There are splatters of hardened green goo just everywhere. You get the impression that like these these clones or whatever beings that like Cambria was producing just kind of stopped working after a while. Uh, and that is what is left of them. And the dual staircases leading up to the, the level that Cambria's like chambers are, one of them has like collapsed completely, uh, but the other one is leading up. But uh, there is nothing else. There is nothing else in here. You basically have a clear shot uh, into into the uh, the chamber. The doors into Cambria's chamber are open, and you can see like actually quite a bit of light shining out uh, of that room and uh, into this foyer area. Mm-hmm. You do not see any of the spheres of phytoplankton. I see. We should go in. Mm-hmm. Right? Stealthily? stealthily? Should we stealthily go in? I mean, it's worth a shot, right? I have a real bad feeling that Cambria already knows we're here. This might be true, yes. I don't know. It's just my gut. But I got pretty good guts. What if we tiptoe? I'm just going to walk forward. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, are you are you trying to sneak into Cambria's chamber or are you just cruising in there? Hmm. I just don't feel like we're going to get one over on Cambria. I mean, like, that's my gut feeling. And I guess that's the bet that I'm taking, okay. right? Like, yes, I guess that is the bet that I'm taking. All right. Amber cruises on up the stairs. Uh... You, the other Devo is going to try to maintain stealth. Okay. So not going directly in. Oh, I love this. This is a two-prong approach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Zeus, what Especially you since, let's be honest, Devo uh, ain't made for face-to-face combat. What with his singing and all being right. his main use, uh, his main weapon, or speaking, rather. Um, Zooks, what are you doing? Um, he's kind of uh, between the two of them, and it's just on high alert. He's on super high alert. All senses blazing. Okay. As a matter of fact, I am going to cast Primeval Awareness. Whoa. That sounds cool. Sounds cool. Uh, I don't see this as a spell that you have. No aberrations, celestials, dragons, elements. the rules, boys. With the old, you don't have this just, spell. Guzzy, guzzy, no, it's have a, it's spell. a, can't it's a feature. It. He can, he can do this. It is a feature. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, you can use it to minute. sense whether any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey fiends, or undead are present within one mile of you. Uh, it doesn't okay. reveal the creature's location or number. So, I'll go ahead and tell you yes, and then don't waste the spell slot. <laughs> like you saw yeah, this. What is here? You saw them, right? You know shit's, okay. shit's, shit is around. Okay. He's on high alert, though. Okay. You look really cool, but, like, let's just go in. I mean, I'm going in. Cambria knows we're here. Remember, the, uh, they said they know everything. Like, let's just walk in. Uh, we're not going to get a sneak attack in. Okay, but they are very big. Um, and... Um, I mean, you are right. Yes, yes. Okay. Let's present uh, confidence. Huh? Uh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys are just cruising, cruising on in. 
Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think now that we're past the guards, we made the the like we're in. You right. know what I mean? We avoided any kind of like fight with, as you said, a barracuda with crab legs. Yeah, I think it's time. Yeah, okay, we've won. Well, yeah, you we've basically won. won. All right. Yeah, uh, we're very cocky going in. No, okay. hey, yeah. confident is not cocky. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I beg to differ, but you all go up the remaining staircase uh, and head into. Uh, the doorway into Cambria's chamber. And this this room is so different from the memory. The the light that is in here, it, it is so much brighter. You the, the first thing that you see is one of those spheres like you saw in the streetlights uh, in, in the memory. Only this one is much bigger. It's about two feet in diameter. Uh, and it is dangling from the ceiling sort of wrapped in thick chains almost like a, a overhead lamp just shining all around this room the rear wall of this room the one that is facing the the remaining tank that you saw outside there's now like patches of aquamarine sea glass uh looking into whatever that tank is and behind it there are just these wispy lights drifting around um, just sending flashes of, of light uh, all around the walls of, of Cambria's chamber. And at the center of the room, there's a faint light shining up from the mound uh, on the floor, but the mound itself is obfuscated because also sitting in the middle of the room, draped around themselves in a sort of towering coil is Cambria. But they are not looking like the vital, sort of intimidating presence you saw in, in the memory. Uh, their, their flesh is gray and sagging. Most of their frills hang kind of limply. Um, and some of their frills are pushed upward through the ceiling and are holding this pile upright. You, you, you get the sense. And that is the stuff that you saw poking through the cracks, just sort of dangling Cambria like a, uh, a marionette. And standing just in front of this massive worm, leaning against it almost, is a figure whose face is unmistakable in this, in this well-lit room. It is Phineas Call. Are you sure it's not Ona? You're positive. Positive. Okay, okay. And Phineas looks up at you, and as Phineas moves, Cambria kind of undulates also. And he says, It worked then. The transformation was a success. And he looks at you, Devo, and you, Amber, and he frowns and he says a partial success I still sense vulnerabilities in you but those can be addressed and then he looks at you Zooks and he cocks his head and as he does so Cambria cocks their head and Phineas says but this is not my work. What are you? 
Well, I'm I'm a new I am a new creation. I am something new. Um I will I will tell you if you tell me what you are. And when he says that, Devo gives him like a thumbs up, like nice, yeah. Very confident. That was good. Uh Phineas takes like a step forward and then like second guesses himself and takes a step back and is just peering at you and he says, I am Phineas Call. I am Bertrand Bay. I am all of them. I am all in one. I am life undivided. How did you find me? You, um, if I may, um, and Devo looks to Amber and Zooks for confirmation, if I may, yeah. Um, this is very interesting. Um, this, uh, we, um, basically, the, pardon me, person, uh, the actual Phineas Call, uh, we shared his memories, uh, the memory of this place, we came here. All of that, very, very cool. But um, I think maybe we need to get to the point you are doing um, this thing. Uh, appreciate you are uh, putting out whatever this transformation is. You look at my gills, you look at the Amber's eyes, you say, ah, oh, my work, ah. great. Um, we are going to need some of this phytoplankton. And uh, however we can undo uh, this transformation, and then we need to be on our way uh, because the city where we live is suffering from this thing. So whatever you can do to help us would be greatly appreciated. Uh, Phineas smiles and says, So your city still stands. Yeah, yeah, we're doing fine. Like, it's not perfect, but we're, we're doing fine. Hmm. I'm trying to tell how much Amber means that. Well, why, why don't you roll a why don't you roll a persuasion check? Not my strong suit. Sixteen. Nope. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Phineas smiles and says, "I find that very hard to believe. I, you say you are suffering because of my gifts, but." It is only through that suffering that your kind can survive in this world. Um, Devo steps forward. I, sorry, I have to differ with you on two points. One, you cannot call it a gift if it was not asked for or offered. You imposed this on us. This is not how a gift works. And second, your understanding that strength comes through suffering, this is not the way. This is not an acceptable pathway for us to move forward. I see. So, rather than Accept what I have given to you. 
to survive and thrive in this ruined world, you would choose death. When Phineas and Ona came here, I have no idea what Bertrand's whole deal was, but you called Phineas your child. You saw these creatures, all creatures, as your descendants. Is this correct? Of course. And you feel that the only way they will survive and thrive, in your words, is to do things your way. Is this correct? In a manner of speaking. Well, and I'm sorry to be so blunt, but you do not look so good. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Make a, jeez, uh, intimidation could, maybe? Could Zooks make a nature check? Um, first, let's let's resolve these in order. Um, okay, all right. I think this is intimidation, right? Like you are trying to catch him. Well, I, I, I think it's more just like, not necessarily intimidation, so much as it's just like straight An up observation. observation. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. So I would argue insight or persuasion because those are my strong suits. Well, yeah, okay. I think insight, right? Like you are, uh, yeah, I think insight is a fair point, right? You are making an insightful observation and trying to figure out like how he's responding to it. As a 14 plus eight, a 22. Yeah. Uh, uh, Phineas is unfazed by this, but uh, Cambria is not. Uh, and a couple of the tendrils that are sort of suspending it from the ceiling just like fall, like drape downward slowly, like a ribbon like falling. And the coil is now kind of slumped over a little bit more. And Phineas looks down at the ground and says, it is only right that a child should survive their parents. Yes, absolutely. And I think uh, from what I have studied, and what you have experienced, that happens through change and evolution and growth. Is this correct? And that is what I offer. Mm, no, no, no. This is what you force to do it your way. This is not growth. You are not letting us choose. Zooks, go ahead and make a nature check. What are you, what are you trying to nature? Let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's what I want to do, and you tell me what I, I want to communicate with Cambria without... Phineas being involved. Could, uh, I mean, to, could I use to speak with animals? I think with that. Uh, I, I go ahead and roll a nature check if you want to tell what the relationship between these two are. I think that's that is the best that you can you can do from where you're. Standing. Well, that's twenty two. It's pretty good. Hey. Um, okay, with that, you notice that Phineas is attached to Cambria. You saw it for like a split second when Phineas tried to walk forward earlier. Uh, there, it was like the flesh, there's flesh between them that stretched out slightly uh, and then sort of recoiled back into Cambria. Uh, so this is not Phineas Call talking to you, is what you are assuming. This is Cambria using a Phineas puppet. Okay. I think everybody intuited that besides me. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have something, Juice? I, 
Yeah, I'd like to do. I was just curious about seeing that f- fucking phytoplankton. Uh, yeah, it is over. It's hanging overhead. It is this this two foot wide diameter sphere that is chained up and hanging from the ceiling. Uh, refresh me. Is this like the scientists theorized they could create a cure if they had some of this, or is this like magical? We need like I if I eat it. And I'm no, fit. it's not. We a need cure. the phytoplankton for the. F- air filter there's one living phytoplankton left doing all of the air filtration right. for the entire right. city got it yeah so we but we don't have a cure huh well no there's no cure um i just have bit i just have wide eyes what i just have offset like improper in differently set eyes they're forever not differently set they're just fish eyes okay but like what if I don't want them? Well, then maybe we should keep talking to this big giant god being and see if it can <laughs> fix your eyes and my neck. Okay. You see Cambria, the the worm, lift its head up, and some of those tendrils that were just sort of like holding it go slack. And this is the most movement you've seen out of the worm like this whole time. Um, and f- the, the Phineas sort of entity looks up at the head as it rears up. And now you are just sort of hearing Cambria's voice and and Phineas's lips aren't moving. And Cambria says, so you would prove to me that I am unnecessary, that You have outgrown my gifts. Well, as you said, I am a child, and that is what children tend to do to their parents. So, yes. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I've really got it done. And with that, the head lifts up even higher. And Phineas takes a step forward, and the tendrils holding Cambria up all snap back down. And it's almost like Cambria is inflated, almost like Cambria is flexing in a show designed to impress you. And as they do so, Phineas begins to grow and change also. And then Cambria lowers their face down toward the three of you and with a voice that reverberates around the room they say so be it MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.